Alternative Radio. Mmm, free roll time. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Inked Marketing and the Inked Marketing crowd-funded comic for this here episode is The Listener. Still The Listener. I'm going to keep pushing The Listener. The Listener is amazing. It is now live, live on Kickstarter. Uh, if you're looking for something, um, hmm... Unlike anything you've really read before, definitely seen before, the art on this is fantastic. Oh my god. Um, Mr. Eric is going to win all of the awards. It is. And it's already a project we love, according to Kickstarter. It's a project I've been loving, though. So, if you don't know what the listener is, you probably haven't been listening to the podcast lately. I just had Dustin Brunel on lately, and uh, we, we, we go in-depth on it, but for the most part, it is a supernatural retelling of true stories based off of a real man that did real gnarly shit. So, head on over to Kickstarter and search The Listener. Talking issue number two, baby, by Dustin Burnell. Uh, Proudly, this comic is proudly fueled by Inked Marketing Solutions. Well, hello again and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. I'm Brian Wayne. This is episode 286. 286th episode of the Cheers to Comics Podcast will be a poll list priorities. I'll be going over the stuff uh, that needs to be ordered by the weekend for the final order cutoffs, as well as the books slated to hit your slots on the 24th of... Uh, 22nd? 20, 22nd? Uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> the next new comic book day. So, there you go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, no baby this time. No baby on the lap. That was a fucking nightmare. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, I, I, I apologize profusely for that. Something crawled up that kid's arse. So... Um, yeah, yeah, let's talk about some books, huh? Some final order cutoffs, I'm not gonna doodle around, doodle? Ugh, I'm already doing it, I'm already doodling around by saying stupid things like doodle. <coughs> um, alright. DC. DC books that need to be ordered by the weekend for the final order cutoffs. Um... All right, yeah, no future state on this one. Uh, Batman Black and White, number four of a little six-part miniseries. There's three covers that you have to pick from on that one. Gabriel Delato and Simone Bianchi. You know those are going to be good. Do I have any images here? No. Why would they Why would they give me images? Uh, let's see here. Batman Catwoman on its fourth issue of a little 12-part maxi. Due to be ordered by... Uh, Sunday. I say I said Monday. No, we're talking DC right now. It's all weird. Sunday, because DC ships at a different time. So there. Uh, Batman vs. Rajah Ghul. <laughs> Is this still a thing? Uh, I thought this got canceled. Issue five. There you go. They're not even bothering to put out a B cover for it. Uh, Batman White Knight presents Quinn wrapping up with his sixth issue. You know you got a Sean mm, Gordon Murphy cover and a Matteo Scalera cover. 
Uh, Catwoman back on its ongoing mm-mm, issue number 29. Joelle Jones on the A cover. And you know you want that Jenny Frisson B cover because it's Jenny Frisson. Uh, let's see here. What else? Flash. Flash is back on its ongoing. Number 768. Ian McDonald's got the variant on that one. Uh, Justice League back on its ongoing. Ooh, I'm very excited to read Justice League again. Uh, David Marquez getting the wraparound B cover. Oh, shit. All right. So, um, Brian Michael Bendis is on Justice League. All right. Brian Michael Bendis and David Marquez. So, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we get it. Okay, we get it. We get it. We get it. We done. They've done things. Talk about the fucking book, not the creators. Do they really got to talk about the creators that everybody already fucking knows about? You know, they don't do this with the fucking indie creators or the the unknown creators, the new creators. No, they just got to fucking yank on the goddamn cocks of the people that already made it in the industry. Ugh, man. Uh, you know, there's honestly like fucking eight sentences here. Not one of them has anything to do with the fucking book, I think. Uh, what, what is... Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Whole new... Star-studded Justice League, Batman, Superman, Flash, Hot Girl, Aquaman, Hippolyta, and now they would bring Naomi into the Justice League. Fuck you, Brian Michael Bendis. Fuck you. There, I said it. Jeez, dude, I really want to like you. I really wanted to like this, but you're just going to do your thing. (sighs) I'm not saying don't order this book. I'm still going to read it. Um, I'm going to give it a shot, but um, I don't have a lot of faith in it personally. Yikes. Brian Michael Bendis, Justice League. The fuck? Uh, Looney Tunes on its 259th issue. There you go. Pre-order that by Monday. Now, by far, the book the book that overshadows everything this week is Nightwing 78. That's, I mean, uh, Tom Taylor. You know, you, you want to bring in a new... You want to start up some ongoings and bring in new creators? Then, yeah, now this is how you do it. You bring in Tom Taylor on Nightwing. This is gonna. This is getting ready to be uh, probably DC's top-selling book, in next to Batman. It's gonna outsell Superman by a fucking mile. It is. It's, uh, how awesome is it gonna see DC sales being Batman, Nightwing, Batman, Nightwing, every fucking month? That's how it's gonna be. As long as Tom Taylor's on it. As long as <laughs> Bruno Redondo's on it. This is the one, man. This is the one. And uh, I will say. Uh, issue number 78, you are probably going to want to pick up more than one. Um, I'm going to say the same thing about uh, 79 and 80 as well. Uh, I am guaranteeing, at minimum, a cameo or mention of a new uh, big bad villain for Nightwing. It's been way too long since you know they've given Nightwing a, a, a villain worth a shit. So, yeah. Yeah, or I mean, at least a, a new villain created a villain worth a shit for Nightwing. Let's put it that way. You know, the ones he has, they keep using, and they, they're doing a fine job with it. You know, you fucking send talent after Nightwing all you want, I guess. But it's gonna be nice to have somebody new. Um, I just, I don't know. I follow Tom Taylor, and I, 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 I know, I, I don't know what issue, but I know it's going to be very early on in his run that we introduce something big. So I'm not saying the book is going to, you know, uh, break the bank immediately, but mm, I I got a feeling about this one. 
trust me. Trust me. And I'm really thinking it's 78 that's going to be the uh, uh, bare minimum a cameo, if not just a full-on full first appearance. Read Nightwing. If you're going to jump on Nightwing, this is now's the time for sure. Uh, I, I, I would be very surprised if Tom Taylor didn't take it to 100. Night, Nightwing 100. You know, how cool is that? Let's see that. Uh, Truth and Justice on its second issue. This is one for, I, you know, it seemed like something I would, you know, pick up for the sake of uh, um, speculation, but apparently I didn't do that. I guess not a big deal because I don't really see anybody talking about the book spec-wise. Uh, so, no, no I'm, I'm not really going to try to add truth and justice to my list at all uh yeah just because you know something specky doesn't pop up in the first issue that doesn't mean that you know the the, the whole series is a dud <coughs> taskmaster <laughs> no um it's just whatever I, I don't really have any interest in reading it you know i i try to be someone that never misses out on anything i get a severious severious severe case of the fomos but mm, i think if something happened with this, I'd be able to track it down. So, quickly enough, at least. So, there you go. Uh, blah, blah, blah. That's the DC Final Order cutoffs. If you don't order them, then the you can't guarantee that you're going to get them on Twednesday. And I say Twednesday because you don't know when the fuck your shop's going to release the, <laughs> the DC books. My shop still releases them on Wednesday, not Tuesday. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just you're not allowed to to be mad if you don't pre-order a book and something gets hot, especially after you've been warned. You know, and if you're listening to this, then yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. You doing you? Uh, I'm warning you. Let's talk about the rest of the stuff. Uh, due to be ordered by uh, fucking well, the weekend. Let's say that Monday at the absolute latest, but the weekend. You know, it really kills me that from the time this podcast goes up, <laughs> it's really only valuable for like four days, at least as far as the pull is priority part. Um, and then seven days tops beyond that. <laughs> uh, did I just say that all out? Uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, hey, value is value. It doesn't matter how long it lasts, right? It's Vault Comics, stuff you got to order by next week uh, or by Monday. Uh, Hollow Heart on its second issue, two covers on that one. And then I Walk With Monsters on its fourth issue, two covers on that one. Fault, putting out good stuff. I didn't read Hollow Heart. Um, I, I did check out I Walk With Monsters. It's not really something for me. I could see it, you know, having a following for sure. You know, it's it wasn't bad. It just wasn't a storyline that, you know, like I said, for me. Uh, Valiant. Valiant needs to be ordered by Monday. We've got Savage, number two. There we go. Savage is back. That's the second issue. Max Bemis. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> I can't wait to read this first issue. I'm looking at the uh, the top of my stack here, actually, from the last new comic book day. I got is- that issue one. And Valiant hasn't disappointed me in a very long time. So, yeah. And there's <clears throat> two covers. Uh, let's see here. Oni? Oni Press. What is Plum? Well, doesn't button from Plum. <laughs> Oni Press. Dryad. Dryad number nine. There we go. If you're reading Dryad. Uh, or if you're not reading Dryad, for that matter. For the most part, if you're already reading something on Polis Priorities, do I really need to remind you to add it to your pull list? Probably not. 
Probably not. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dryad. Uh, Invader Zim. More quarterly stuff. Invader Zim quarterly. Zim's greatest plan. So, yep. It's the first issue of... Or the first quarter, I guess. Of quarterly issue of the new year. I don't fucking know. There you go. Uh, two covers on that one. If you're an Invader Zim fan, then get excited. Alright. Carrying on from Oni Press. Dirk Dur. Wow, there sure is a lot of scrolling up from Oni. Ahoy. Uh, Happy Hour, number five. Oh, that's a cool fucking cover. That's a great cover. I love that cover. Michael Montanat. I believe is how you say that. And beautiful. Happy Hour. Gotta love it, man. If you like uh, comedy, then Ahoy is the publisher for you, because that's what they do. It's comedy. Uh, Aftershock Comics. Bequest. Huh. What is Bequest? Tim Seeley and Freddie Williams II. Oh, yeah. Freddie Williams II really is one of my favorite working artists. He doesn't do enough. Um, all right, what is this? Gotta love a number one. What is this out of? Aftershock as well. Oh, and Aftershock's killing it. Welcome to the high fantasy world of Tangia, a land where wizards and warriors battle dragons and dark dungeons. Or thieves pillage ancient ruins and priests answer the audible words of their great gods. Welcome to Chicago, Illinois, where the magical items from Tangia are being traded on the black market and are messing everything up. Now a group of Tangia adventurers must go uncover in our modern world to stop all undercover. <laughs> in our modern world to stop artifacts and monsters from falling into the wrong hands. Uh, yeah, come on. This, this sounds amazing. Thousand percent yes on this. Hell yeah. Oh, I love me some Freddie Williams and Tim Seeley. Um, oh, you know, I don't always shout out, you know, second printings on the FOCs, but I think the Maniac of New York second printing is one that you're really going to fucking want. And it's actually the same cover, just with more blood. <laughs> oh, I love it. The first issue was amazing. And then lastly, oh, Red Atlantis, number five. So if you're reading Red Atlantis... Um, get excited because there's a book coming out in a few weeks. If you're not reading Red Atlantis, you have until the weekend to pre-order. Well, uh, Action Lab here. Action Lab Entertainment. We got Miranda and Maelstrom, number four, and Sasquatch in Love, number four as well. So wrapping up there on the Sasquatch in Love. That's Action Lab Entertainment, so more of an all-ages type of thing. Do we have any Danger Zone? Um, no, not worth mentioning. <laughs> Any ablaze? What is this? Maria Lovett's Eros Psych. Number one. Oh, it looks like lesbian vampires. Um, is it lesbian vampires or is she just kissing her neck? Um, let me get a different cover here. I can't tell. Uh, La Rosa's female boarding school is paradise for young girls. Ew. But only if you follow the rules. Because if you disobey them, you can end up expelled or even worse, dead. Sarah and Siljay are two students learning the rules of the school, which includes classes by day, the casting of curses and spells by night. Oh, magic. A love develops between the two. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, I, I called it. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking pretty fucking obvious. Uh, <laughs> well, all right, cool. Yeah, um, nothing like teenage lesbianism in comics. Uh, boy. No, not for me this time, guys. Not for me this time. What's it called? 
Eros Psyche. Psyche? Oh, and look at that Harry Potter homage cover. Mmm, yeah. Those panties tied to a tree. What's going on there? A scarf? Oof. Oh my gosh, there's boobies on the cover. <gasps> Call the authorities. Yeah, carrying. I'm sorry, I'm... <laughs> Why? Why? Why fucking teenage lesbianism? You know, here's the deal. Here's all right. This is all right. This is my thing. Absolutely, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with uh, like in all ages, if you will. Like, hey, you know, fucking, you know, just kind of. I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I don't know. I'm just. I think you understand what I'm trying to say. This is for the. I mean, this is an adult publishing line. You know, uh, a blaze. It's like Conan and shit like that. <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe maybe this school is for adults. Maybe it's like a college or something. Uh, I mean, in the Harry Potter cover, I guess they look a little bit older. But in these other covers, they look. Uh, uh um, not legal. I'm not even gonna say barely legal. I'm gonna say not legal. And there's, there's, I don't know. See for yourself. See for yourself. I sense the next. Uh, what? Uh, what's the fucking word when people are uh, outrage? Yeah, that's the one. I sense this is the next outrage. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just looking too far into this. But um, yikes! Boom, studios. Abbott 1973, number three on its, uh, well, <laughs> third issue, obviously. Of a little five-parter, two, three covers on that one. There's an unlockable, hold on, I'm confused. There's an A, there's a B, and then there's a D unlockable variant. So what is the C? Is that how you unlock it? You order the C cover that doesn't exist? And they're like, hey, here you go. I don't know. I don't know. Expanse is ending with its fourth issue of a little four-part miniseries. Uh, just two covers on that one. Jim Henson's story Storyteller Tricksters. So if you're a Jim Henson fan, then, yeah. There you go. Uh, that's creepy. Fucking creepy stuff, man. Uh, I'm not into the storyteller stuff. That's just... Honestly, I'm not into anything Jim Henson if it's not fucking a Muppet. And I'm I'm talking like uh, Gonzo and shit, you know. I I don't call Dark Crystal Muppets. Those aren't Muppets. Those are creepy puppets. Uh, yeah, Gonzo's creepy too. But you you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Orcs number two. Okay, a little six part. I don't even remember the first one, but there you go. Christian Larson, after getting into trouble with the fearsome squirrels of the Eerie SAL. I definitely said that wrong. Uh, yeah, see, lots of uh, lots of made-up stuff going on here. <laughs> Orcs, two covers. And then finally, from, what are we doing? Boom, Boom Studios, we've got Origins on its fifth issue of a little six-parter, a series that people are drooling over. I read the first one, I thought, wow, this is really fun to look at. Uh, but as far as, you know, the, the lore and everything going on, I don't know, I just... Honestly, it, it, it kind of seemed a little manga-y for me. And I don't like manga, but manga is one of the most popular things on the fucking planet. So I'm not going to deny it. I'm going to scoff at it, but I'm not going to deny it. Anything worth noting from Dynamite? Yet. 
let's see here. Ida W. Ida W. Publishing. We've got Chained to the Grave number two of a five-parter. Just one cover that you get to pick from. So there's no picking. It's that one or nothing. Uh, G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, due to be ordered by Monday. Is it ever too late to fall on G.I. Joe at this point? Or fall into? Get into G.I. Joe? Probably not. Probably not. Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog on its 38th issue. I actually just recently rewatched the uh, <laughs> uh, fucking movie today. And I really enjoy it still. <laughs> and fucking, uh, I love that Sonic's still in a comic, man. I love that he's on a 38th issue of a comic. It's good stuff. I love IDW for that. Um, Last Ronin, number two, second printing. Mm-hmm. This is going to continue to make this the largest printed issue for IDW. They've already broken that record with the first print, but you continue you continue on a second print, and this is going to obviously expand the number. It's a cool fucking cover, too. I dig it, ma'am. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Kind of spoilery, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, from IDW, we got Usagi Yojimbo. Number 18, so, hey, Dark Horse, anything from Dark Horse, indeed, uh, Critical Role, Tales of Exandria, number one, is, is this pushed back or something, I thought I already talked about this, is there another Critical Role book coming out, yeah, no, you shit, there is, this is something totally different, this isn't Vox Machina in chapter three, like I said, Tales of Exandria, number one, a little four-part miniseries, Cool, so if you're a Critical Role fan, get excited. Mm-hmm, spinoffs. Uh, Orphans and the Five Beasts, number one. What is this? Mm-hmm, James Stokey and, uh, yeah, James Stokey. Wow, look at that cover. That's some detail. What's going on here? A brand new Kung Fu epic. Oh, yeah. Spurred on by her master's dying words, the adopted warrior Orphan Mo seeks to find and kill five former disciples who now threaten the land with corruption from their demonic, or, yeah, from their demonic powers. Demonic? Jesus fucking Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah. Part 5, Deadly Venoms, and Part Surreal Grindhouse. James Stokey brings his knack for ultra-detailed fantasy imagery and over-the-top violence to this classic tale of revenge. Thousand times yes. Yes. Oh my god, that looks incredible. Just a little four-parter, so not too much of an investment. And then uh, Young Hellboy and the Hidden Land on its second issue of a little four-parter. Two covers on that one. What is that Aragno cover? That is interesting. I kind of like that. Different. Very different. Alright, that's Dark Horse. I hope you're ordering this stuff. And let's wrap up the indies with some image. Image Comics, Headlopper, number 15. 15? Wow. Uh, two issues on that one. Uh, Alright, this right here, um, probably, it's either going to be highly collectible or um, severely, uh, absolutely nothing. And that's the Invincible number 1 Amazon Prime Video Edition reprint. You know, obviously, you know, if you don't know, uh, Amazon Prime is launching an Invincible animated series, so 
yeah, I'm trying to get people back into it. Uh, I'm going to pick it up because, you know, I'm FOMO. But do I have a lot of faith in it becoming something huge anytime soon? Or something, you know, that's worth my time and taking the effort and flipping? Eh, nah. Not right now. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, Kick-Ass Voice Hit Goyle. Number five, wrapping up. One, two, three covers on that one. Uh, Radiant Black, number two. Yeah, this is... I'm not missing this one now. It is on the pull list officially. I had to add the second print last week. So, yeah. No, it's on ongoing. And not forgetting. I think this is going to be huge. And actually, I can't... Let's see if issue two gives us anything. Uh, no, no. Um, yeah. No, I'm... Uh, I got a feeling. I really, really got a feeling that either two or three of this book is going to be pretty uh, groundbreaking. But I have nothing to go off of there. I really don't. It's just strictly a gut feeling. And that's why I'm going to order two of number two. Uh, Tartarus, number 10. Uh, yeah, well, Johnny Christmas. I just like saying his name. Such a Hollywood name. Johnny Christmas, Tartarus 10. Uh, what is this? Another number one. Ultra Mega. All right, $8 book from James Heron. Cosmic Plague has spread, transforming everyday people into violent, monstrous kaiju. Okay. Only the Ultra Mega, three individuals imbued with the incredible powers, hold the line against this madness. Their battles never level cities with their ultra horror in their wake. Okay, got it. That guy, yeah, that sounds neat. It's a one-shot. It's a 60-page debut. Each issue is extra-sized. Oh, okay, so this is a series. Wow. Um, all right. But I gotta say, the, well, yeah, no, that cover's pretty fucking amazing. Uh, I like it. I like it. I could see myself getting into that. I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold my breath and give it a shot. There's three covers on it, so... Uh. Oh, is that Trad Moore getting a B cover? It is. God damn it. You fucking asshole. I might have to get the B cover too. Wow. That is cool. That is cool. It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, are B covers on $8 books <laughs> highly ordered? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say probably not often. Probably not, especially when it's something, you know, no one's ever fucking heard of. <sighs> Exciting, though. Exciting. And there's also a blank as well. And then finally from the indies, we've got The Walking Dead Deluxe on its 11th issue. So it's The Walking Dead, number 11, as per usual, except in color. So there you go. So those are the old indies that need to be ordered by the weekend. If you don't, probably not going to get them. If you're, you know, one to not show up bright and early on Wednesday, new comic book day. Just saying. Or if you absolutely hate fucking money and you love going to eBay. You know, that's that's a thing, too. But whatever. I'm only slightly judging. Uh, indies are by far the most important thing to pre-order, though. However, I'm not going to sway away from the Marvel Comics due on Monday. So, by Monday. There you go. So here's what's coming out in the near future. We've got Black Knight, number one, uh, Curse of the Ebony Blade. So a little five-part miniseries. Of course, they're going to give us a jillion covers. Well... Six to be more precise, but yeah. And of course they're going <laughs> to fucking Momoko cover. Let's see here. Yeah, no, 
No, just don't see it. Don't see it. <sighs> yeah, whatever. Uh, I honestly think that Marvel is going to... I don't think that we're going to see any not or any books, any new series that don't have a fucking Momoko cover from Marvel anytime soon. I just... I don't know. Uh, she's she's being overworked. You know, I think she's capable of doing great things when she doesn't have 67 covers a day that are due. You know, so because of that, her work comes out sloppy and flawed often. And I'm not a yeah. It's very rare, very rare. I'm not gonna falter. You know, get paid, get paid. Uh, those I do, however, judge the Super Peach Momoko fanboys though. You, I think, you should just pay a little bit closer attention. <laughs> uh, maybe we'd get better work out of her if you weren't so fucking thirsty. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Or maybe, fuck it, maybe it's Marvel that's thirsty. Maybe it's the publishers that are thirsty, and they know that she makes money. I don't know. I don't know. But you're buying them, so... Mm-hmm. Captain America Anniversary Tribute. Uh, a little $7 one-shot. Great fucking homage cover here. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it's Mark Brooks. Oh, that is badass. Badass. Uh, so this is an homage to Captain America Comics number one. Mark Brooks punching Hitler in the jaw. I would imagine he punched him in the jaw. Um, be weird if he if he moved any other way. And that's yeah. <laughs> Whatever, Brian. I'm losing my fucking mind. That's that's a great goddamn cover. Definitely ordering that. Oh, I better I better remember. I'm not writing this down as I go along anymore. <laughs> uh, Captain Marvel on its 27th issue. One, two, just two covers on that one. I'll, uh, hold on, what is this? Cap. Uh, Captain what? Chang Captain Marvel thing. The fuck is that? That's the variant discover or variant cover description on this. Captain Marvel thing. The fuck? Oh, they're doing man thing. I see it now. That's terrible. <laughs> Nothing against you, Bernard Chang, but it's supposed to be kind of obvious. And, uh, I yikes. If you're doing man thing covers, then, oh yeah, no, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Uh,. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to see. Oh, there's more. Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> I fucking love Man-Thing. I just said the other day, the Man-Thing is the most underutilized thing in comics at Marvel. And I'll be damned. He's getting a whole fucking... Um, uh, I love it. Champions, I believe. Yeah, no, Champions number five. Uh, yeah, 100% yes. Don't need to add it. It's already added. But let me check out this. Uh, Sarah Pacelli getting... Alright, now that's a Man-Thing cover. That is fucking amazing. It's Alright, so it's uh, Miss Marvel, Man-Thing, Doubt, Saving a Cat, and... That is... See, that's that's how you do... Do that. It's the nose, guys. It's the nose. You gotta have the fucking... Um, like... Tendril type of situation falling off the face, and the Captain Marvel cover didn't have it. It looked like a... Um, a leafy scroll. Mm-hmm. I said it. Uh, Iron Fist. Heart of the Dragon, number three of a little six-parter. One, two covers on that one. Oh, come on. No Man Thing, Iron Man. Iron Man, number seven. 
Oh yeah, one, two, three covers on this one. That's the Gem Bartel Hellcat variant. Mm-hmm. Then we got our Iron Man two-tone variant. Mm-hmm. Good variants, good variants. But, but, are you fucking kidding? Alex Ross is taking this shit to a next level. He is. He's he's doing Iron Man covers better than he's doing any other covers right now. If you ask me personally, it's Rhodey, man. James Rhodes himself. On the fucking cover here, getting uh, getting some welding done here by his boy Tony. No, no, that's badass. That's a fucking wall book right there. Just because it tells a story. Like I love it when a comic tells a or a, a cover tells a story, just in a single image. That's great. Uh, that that's cover of the year contender right there. I never thought I'd say that about an Alex Ross cover because I'm not saying he's not talented. I just think that he's just really good at doing the same thing over and over again. That's all. Very well, very well though. No, there's no denying that. Uh, King and Black Spider Man. Oh boy, <laughs> King and Black stuff still going on, huh? Uh, yeah, it looks like a a one shot tie in. Nope, Jed McKay. All right. Well, I mean, obviously going to read that. I mean, we want to know what Spider-Man's doing. <laughs> It'd be weird if he didn't. You know? I don't know. Whatever. Maybe it's not. Uh, what is this? King and Black Spider-Man. Ugh. Wow. What the fuck is the point of this? A Deadpool 30th variant. So, okay. That is... That is awful. That is absolutely awful. That is the worst I've ever seen Venom drawn. That is still terrible for... How is he still getting work? I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, Rob Liefeld should be a beacon of hope for every shitty fucking artist out there to get a job at Marvel. This guy's still getting... Like, what is going on with Venom's lower body? That is the worst fucking way I've ever seen Venom drawn in my life. Oh my god. I know, I know. Brian, you said you would never throw anybody away from me, you know, you don't talk shit about creators to themselves. You're right, but there is one exception on this podcast. One exception to talking um, down on creators, and that is Rob, Robert Leftfield. Because uh, I think that he's single-handedly responsible for um, a lot of the worst things that have ever happened in comics, period. And this cover is all the more proof. Uh, if, if if you think this cover is good, then I'm, once again, only slightly judging. You know, I'll never judge somebody based off of their taste in comics. But I'll look at you funny when it comes to to, to being a Leafield fanboy. Because you're either a Leafield fanboy or you... I hate to say you have a sense. Because, you know, like I said, it sounds... Um, fucking, I don't know, uh, <laughs> insulting, but, yeesh, yeesh, uh, alright, we got a Vincentini variant as well that we have no image of, alright, yeah, no, I've spent enough time on this fucking book, fuck, uh, Spider-Woman carrying on with its tenth, her tenth issue, uh, four covers, we got our A cover in Yuck Lee, a new suit. Uh, we got our Jim Bartel Women's History Month variant. We got our two tone variant, and we got a Ron Lim variant. Cause uh, why not? 
Alright, alright. Uh, yep, nope. I, I, I mean, I'm collecting Spider-Woman, but admittedly, I'm not really reading it. Whoops. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, number 10. Oh, yeah, this is good stuff, man. Ethan Sachs. I believe the 11th issue, is it the 11th issue or the 13th issue of this series, is going to tie in with the Boba Fett miniseries. So, uh, I say if, it, if Bounty Hunters isn't on your pull list now, it's never too late, um, never too early. Or Yeah, both. It's both of those things. You're never too late or too early or something you're anticipating um so mm, and this is good stuff man good stuff had ethan Sachs on the podcast we talked about it it was a good time two covers on that one uh star wars high republic number one a uh, fourth printing Whew, yeah i'll probably i'll probably pick it up because you know i don't i don't know how produced this is gonna be i don't know that, that might be a reach but we'll see We'll see. It ain't gonna be in my collect for my collection if I pick it up. That's for sure. It's gonna be going the speculation box. Ah, uh, what else? Sword, sword number four. So there you go. Tying in the King and Black. Oh boy, everything's tying in the fucking King and Black, except for Thor somehow. Thor number thirteen, doing its own thing. Uh, however, Thor is still absolutely amazing, and there's a two tone variant on it as well. Anything in the description here worth speculating on? Yeah, I don't think so. Don't think so. But you never know. Descriptions mean nothing. They mean nothing, yeah? Uh, Ultraman? Rise of Ultraman? Oh, pff, oh my god. What's that? I thought we finished this with the fifth issue. Now we're doing Trials of Ultraman? Oh boy. We're an Ultraman fan. Marvel is uh, tugging on your dinger. Five covers to choose from on this little five-part miniseries oh my gosh look at that momoko variant it's so much like everything else she's done i don't think i'll ever have the around this <laughs> whoops i just i don't i don't understand uh x-force number 18 yay for the series um oh well it looks like i'm gonna end this podcast on a negative note x-force Number 18, Rob Field variant. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at the tiny feet. Look at the no lips. The the, the, the giant teeth. And the uh, lack of knowing how human appendages work. And crotches. Oh, boy. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. No, I won't be picking up this variant. All right. That's it. That's it for fucking the FOCs. I know. Fucking portion is long. Whoa. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to tell you. Well, I guess apparently I'm going to tell you how important the FOCs are one more time. Do it. Don't be mad if you miss out. It is what it is. <laughs> fucking Cable's fingers are so goddamn bad. It's not how people fucking set their hands on things. People don't just naturally throw up West Side sitting on their, uh, you know, just laying their hand down on a... <laughs> You fucking idiot. Uh, Alright, I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, apparently, I'd... <laughs> uh, cleanse my palate. And we're going to talk about the book Slated. They hit your slots on... Ooh, I don't know. When are they coming out? Let's take a look here. Wednesday the 24th. The 24th. New comic book date. So hang tight. I'll be right back. 
I'm Harrison. And I'm Jordan. And, and we're, we're the Green Freedom Podcast. Podcast. Do you want to listen to the number one gaming podcast on Podchaser? Of course you do! Wait, wait, is that us? Did you check that? There's comedy, gaming, and movies. Join us every Wednesday on the Grief Burrito Podcast! Fuck. No, I don't know. I'd Alright, welcome back. How about that grief burrito, huh? Proud member of the Apocalypse. What's the Apocalypse? Well, the Apocalypse is the greatest thing in podcasts. It's just a collaboration of the greatest independent podcast the internet has to offer under one umbrella. Actually, um, several umbrellas, but the same name. Uh, there's the. Uh, we're on Podchaser uh, and uh, Twitter. So, yeah, man, if you just search the hashtag. Uh, apocalypse. It's like a, the apocalypse, only with a D instead of a C. See what I did there? Uh, on Twitter, then you're gonna see just this a shit ton of the, the all types of the best podcasts out there. And the same thing on Podchaser. What's Podchaser? Podchaser is the IMDb of uh, well uh, podcasts. Uh, it's it's amazing. And there's an apocalypse list on Podchaser. It's the uh, one of the highest rated lists on the fucking planet. So, yeah, yeah, get on it, get on it. Uh, Grief Burrito, just one of many, so there you go. I hope you enjoyed the little promo there. Don't often go into in-depth, but you know what? The Apocalypse now, it's grown so much. We're almost approaching a year, the one-year anniversary of the Apocalypse, so I think it's about time I start, you know, talking about this shit. It's clearly done something. Very, very proud of it. So, yeah, uh, check it out, man. Check it out. Now... Now let's uh let's talk about the books coming out next week for New Comic Book Day. Oh, I was totally wrong when I said <laughs> we were done with Future State. Yikes! Well, what are you gonna do? Um, whatever. Uh, Batman Black and White number three. Now there, this is gonna be a big book that you're gonna want. Um, first appearance of a new Robin and outside of canon, but still. Uh, yeah, what's her name, like, Kaguki or some shit like that? I don't know, but, uh, what's her fucking, god damn, there's a lot of fucking words in this description. Oh, it doesn't say in the description, ooh, how did I find out, mm. I don't remember, I don't remember. Uh, I don't, I also don't remember if I pre-ordered this book, um, I hope so, I hope so, we'll find out. But yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think it's I think it's worth having your eyes on. And I hear the black and white series has actually been really well, or really well, really good too. Uh, Batman, what? What's with all these uh these white books you're doing, DC? Huh? Huh? Black and white, White Knight. Mm. But Brian, the first word in black in it. Yeah, you're right. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I'm pandering to the fucking triggered. Uh, yeah, fucking Batman, Hwatnat, Harlequin, number five. I think there's only a six-parter. So, yeah, I don't know. Is it wrapping up now? I don't know. Uh, what? I'm so behind on the White Knight stuff. I'm ashamed, but I'm still very intrigued. It's on the poll list, no doubt about it. Uh, Future State Aquaman. There you go. Second issue. I would imagine that's wrapping up. Future State Batman Superman. Second issue. Probably the last of that. Look at that Professor Pig on there. Mm, I can't wait to read or get caught up on this. That's ugh, good stuff. I love Professor Pig. I think he's the shit. 
uh, Future State Dark Detective wrapping up with its fourth issue. Okay, cool. I guess it would make sense for there to be a a fourth issue on that. Uh, Legion of Superheroes wrapping up with its second issue. Uh, Suicide Squad with its second issue. Oh, I can't wait. to. That's another series. I'm not reading all of the Future State books, obviously. I, I do have all of them on the pull list, though, just because I'm a masochist. But uh, man, um, there's a few of them that I'm very, very excited for. Uh, Suicide Squad is definitely one of them. Uh, and Superman vs. Imperious Lex on its second issue. There you go. Superman House of L number one. This is a book I do believe um, is probably worth specking on. Uh, if I remember right, there's two or three first occurrences slash appearances that take place in this issue. So, yeah, gonna want it. Gonna want it, I would imagine. Um, what is this? Generations Forged. What is this? I forgot. Dispersed through the time. Dispersed through time by the villain Dominus. Our ragtag team of generational heroes featuring 1939 Batman, Commandi, Superboy, Steel, Starfire, Sinestro, Booster Gold, and Dr. Light must find a way to restore the timeline. What they ultimately discover is something far, far greater. You'll have to read it to believe it as time dies and generations rise. 1939 Batman. Alright. Uh, okay, no, I'm a... I'm interested. Oh, I just fucking exited. I hate this goddamn site so much. This DC preview site. Can't you click? I I just... Whatever. Continuing on. Slowing me down, man. Slowing me down. Ah, what else? What is this? Graphic novel. And then a digital... No, that's it. That's all that I find to be, you know, worth mentioning coming up from DC next week. Like I said, I don't know if it's Tuesday, Wednesday. just depends on your shop bit. Um, Definitely some stuff to speculate on, though. You know, if you didn't pre-order it, you know... uh, If you didn't pre-order it and you're going to go to speculate on something, I'm going to say this. Don't be a fucking cuck and go pick up a bunch of copies off the shelf. You know, those copies are for the masses. You know, if you want to get a bunch of copies on something to to speculate on, then put in more work. You know, uh, get in ahead of the time. Uh, Listen to this podcast uh, more religiously. You know, know what's coming out. Because I'm telling you what's coming out ahead of time, people. I am. I'm giving you the fucking answers. And yet people are still wanting to be assholes and go to the shelf on Wednesday instead of starting a pull list, pre-ordering a bunch of books, only getting the hot books, um, fucking up the market for everybody else, including the people that just want their one copy because that's the fucking one series they read, and because they only read one series, they don't have a pull list or whatever. I don't know. Anybody. Fact is, if you miss out on anything, I have no sympathy for you because <laughs> you could have just fucking pre-ordered it. But if you're somebody, if you're somebody that's causing other people to have a chance to miss out on something because of greed and capitalism then uh, go kick yourself in the goddamn gooch because you're, you're it's again, I, I keep saying there's no right way to do this. I guess I, I can't say that anymore. There are wrong ways to do this, and that's morally wrong. That's, that's all there is to it. So just, if you want to speculate, start the fucking pull list. Um, but if you miss something, then go pick up one, maybe two, two tops. Two's the max, the max. 
and then go to a fucking whole different store, I guess. I don't know. Um, and I know there's a lot of people that do that. They refuse to start a pull list. They just go around shop hopping in the morning. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, whatever. I guess however you want to do it. What the fuck am I going to do? Just know that if you do do it the wrong way, I, uh, I judge you and you are the people that I talk shit about in this industry. You're the worst part of this industry. So know that. Oh, get excited. How about the rest of the stuff coming out next week? I got mechanics, all right, blah, blah, blah. We're on Vault Comics now. No, we're not. Nothing coming out from Vault next week. We're on Valiant. Bloodshot 11's coming out next week. Mm-hmm. We're all reading that, right? I am. Well, I mean, I'm collecting it. I read it occasionally, but yeah. Bloodshot. Valiant. Mm. Uh, anything from Titan? Nope. Is it going to be a small week? We'll find out. So far, it's proven to be. Source point? Damn. No, not from source point. Uh, <laughs> uh, Black of Heart on its fourth issue. There you go. Claim Song of Ire and Vice on its third issue. Parody stuff, you know. Uh, Damn Cursing Children, number two. Oh, yeah. That one better be on my fucking pull list. Because it wasn't on my first one. Same thing with Dead End Kids. Neither of them. I had to get them from Hooked On Comics. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with going Hooked On Comics. They fucking had them. They had the sold out books that everybody fucking wanted. You know, was, you know I, I haven't talked about Hooked On Comics. They haven't really been in my uh, my ad role lately. But, hey, I'm, I'm loyal to them. So, yeah, man. That's, that's how I got my books. I fucking missed them on the poll list. Tuesday, fuck, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Tuned into Facebook through NSC Live and... Uh, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got me some goddamn books. Uh, so, yeah, Dead End Kids 2 as well, you know, while we're on the subject coming out. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Ah, uh, what else? Eighth Immortal, number two. That's a neat fucking A cover. I like it when they make just one cover and the cover very, very good. <laughs> I like that. I don't know what this is, but based off that cover, I'm interested I don't know. It's nice. It doesn't honestly, you know, it doesn't really look like anything I'd normally be interested in. But there's just something about the design of it. You know, it looks like witchy and stuff. And I'm not usually into the witchy magical type of stuff. That's why I say it's what normally interests me. But fucking art's beautiful and it's intriguing. Speaking of intriguing, what is this from John Myers and Jen Myers? We have Era of Great Wonders number three. I don't remember talking about any of these books ever. Uh, in this third issue of the Era of Great Wonders, <laughs> the situation of Pangea continues to spiral out of control as the evacuees meet the terrifying great Psychophazoan. Psychophazoan? Psychophazoan? I don't know. A made-up word. Meanwhile, James and Eugene learn more about the cost of safety on the military base. All right. I mean, that fucking cover is incredible. So if that's what the art on the inside looks like... um. Mm-hmm. Papa Boomer and uh fucking <laughs> <coughs> Damn, that's that's crazy trippy. What is this? Fear Diaries Special Ed One Shot. Ten dollars. Teddy Bear with the Sword. Garrett Gunn, Nicholas Taurus. Okay. When you uh, when we are young, our parents tell us that there is nothing that goes bump in the night. 
that the terrifying monsters that live in our bedrooms are figments of our imagination. Our eyes play tricks on us. They tell us that the boogeyman doesn't exist. Yeah, we get it. Is it, So is this... Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Alright, li- right, I'm gonna read this all. <laughs> I'm gonna read this all and tell me that they weren't trying to meet a word count. When we are young, our parents tell us that there is nothing that goes bump in the night. That the terrifying monsters that live in our bedrooms are figments of our imagination. Our eyes play tricks on us. They tell us that the boogeyman doesn't exist. That there is nothing under our beds or lurking in the shadows of our closets. There is nothing to be afraid of. The only problem is they lied. I'm pretty sure all of those sentences until uh, the last two were saying the same, same exact fucking thing. I hate previews world descriptions i hate them i fucking hate them wow that was quite possibly the worst description i read without typos ever yet somehow they got the point across (laughs) and i want to read it only because you know it's it's a fucking teddy bear with the sword really had nothing to do with the, the, the description at all it's it's about a teddy bear with a sword fighting fucking demons. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a shot. Ten dollars, I don't know, maybe not. <laughs> Ballsy. We'll see. Uh, and then we've got Touching Evil, number 13, so that's coming out. Another awesome cover. Nice. And then finally, uh, Warcorns, number two. I'm a little four-parter. Interesting. Interesting. Source Point, coming out heavy next week. Thing from Scout. A little bit. A little bit from Scout. We got By the Horns, number one. Finally. Marcus on Nasso. This this series is gonna be awesome, guys. It really is. Um Oh my god, it's gonna be so good. Uh and then we've got Frank at home on the farm, number two. So Scout, what they've been doing lately is they put out a number one and then they don't put out the number two until two months later. So they can get in their second printings and stuff in the meantime. So that's what's going on there. Uh, and then Phantom Starkiller is actually fitting in a third printing next week before they put out their second issue. That's fine. It's fine. I get it. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. It's cool. I, they, they, Scout changes. I mean, they, they, they've changed the game for the better in so many ways. That's really the only thing where I'm like, I don't kind of get it. But... Maybe there's, they're obviously seeing something that I don't by extending out the, the, the time between 1 and 2. I don't know. Uh, so that's Scout. Definitely picking up all that stuff next week. Mm, what else? Any Oni? Nope. No Oni. Mm-hmm. Mad Cave. Yep, a little bit of Mad Cave. Villainous, number 5, wrapping up next week. So if you've been on that, get excited. Uh, let's see, what else? I think from Heavy Metal. Jesus Christ, there's a bunch of shit from Heavy Metal. I never really click on Heavy Metal. Um, yeah, all types of shit. I don't know. It's nothing like number one or anything. It's like right in the middle of everything. Oh, no, here's a number one. Chasing the Dragon, number one of a five-parter. Uh, Denton J. Tipton. Hey, he's pretty good. And Chasing the Dragon, New York Times bestselling writer. Explore the dark fantasy world ravaged by the rampant abuse of... A drug made from the blood of dragons. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That looks like a... What's her face? The blood drinker herself. Angelina Jolie on the cover, actually. 
It looks like Maleficent on the cover, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> but, stylized. Man, that's good. I like that. I like that a lot. See what happens when you go off the beaten path? I never click on heavy metal, but just something told me there'd be something in there for me. I hope I remember to add that. Uh, what else? Boundless? I don't know. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's all nude covers. <laughs> behemoth? Yeah, we got some behemoth. Ooh, we got an homage cover. All right, so Paranormal Hitman number one. And then that homage cover. God damn it, I fucking missed it. Uh, damn it, why couldn't this be Polis Priorities and not... Or, I mean, uh, fucking FOCs is what I mean to say. Damn, that's a... <laughs> I love homage covers. It's a homaging ASM 129, so... Uh, Paranormal Hitman. Looks like fun. Maybe I added it to the pull list. I don't know. Ahoy? Anything from Ahoy? Yeah, Edgar Allan Poe's Snifter of Blood number 5 coming out. There you go. Anything from Aftershock? Yes, we do. We've got I Breathe the Body number 2. And we got Kaiju Score number 4. Mm -hmm. Aftershock has been killing it lately. This one right here, Nuclear Family. This is one I definitely added. Stephanie Phillips, Tony Shastine. Yeah, man. Um, uh, it's a 1957 family trying to survive a uh, a holocaust. I'm, I'm so fucking in. It, it sounds interesting. It really does. Especially with Stephanie Phillips writing it. I added I added it. I, I'm, I'm anxious to see. And then finally we've got Sympathy for No Devils, number five, from old Aftershock. Any blaze? Yeah, we go to Unsacred number four from Ablaze. So there you go. If you're into Unsacred, bam. Any Aardvark? Oh, yeah. God damn. Now, this one I better have fucking ordered. I'm down for all of the Aardvark books, but every once in a while something gets missed. This is... No, the Aardvark books, they, they really just homage um, uh, uh, classic stories and covers and shit like that. And this is ASM 50. This is my number three most sought-out grail of all time. First appearance, Kingpin. Um, oh, I'm going to be disappointed if I can't find this one. Uh, or if it, it wasn't in my pull list, let's put it that way. Damn, that's amazing. Maybe one of my favorite... Definitely my favorite Aardvark cover so far, but... Oh, that's good. Uh, boom. Boom Studios coming out next week. We've got... What is this? Buffy the Vampire Slayer Faith, number one. One-shot, $8 book in the Buffy realm. We got Firefly, number 26. Uh, three covers on that one. Something is Killing the Children, number 15. Just one cover. Nice, nice. There's probably a 1 in 25 incentive on that, I would imagine. And then, what are these? Just a, yeah, a bunch of... Uh, reprints of We Only Find Them When They're Dead, 1 through 5. So all of those issues got reprints. Nice. There you go. So that's Boom Studios coming out next week. Uh, not a lot, really. Not a lot. Something is Killing a Children, probably the only thing that's going to be on my pull list, but I'm really just buying that, holding it, and flipping it. Because, <laughs> whew, fanboys be flocking. And that book just keeps going up in value. It doesn't matter what fucking issue it is. Uh, Dynamite next week. 
Yeah, there's some dynamite, but if you read dynamite, you know it's coming out. It's boobs. Whole lot of boobs. IDW. Yeah, I got some IDW. You got Sonic, number 37. And uh, Usagi Ojimbo Wanderers Road, number 4. So, light week from IDW. Seems like overall, with the exception of Scout, it really is going to be an incredibly light week. Which I can use. Uh, Dark Horse. Dark Horse Crimson Flower, number 2. Couple covers on that one. Oh, we're finally getting that sixth issue of Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy. I'm so fucking pumped. Uh, maybe one of my favorite Dark Horse series ever. Uh, Tales from the Umbrella Academy, You Look Like Death, is also wrapping up with its sixth issue as well. So, uh, yeah, Klaus stuff, right? And let's wrap up next week's indie comics with Image. Uh, we've got crossover number four. Uh, three covers on that one. Um, yeah, no, I'm totally reading this book. I don't think I went in more than one cover on this this particular issue, though. And we've got Department of Truth on its sixth issue. I think this series is going to be a TV series. I do. Uh, and it's an incredibly entertaining comic as well. Uh, very hard to describe. So it doesn't make the highlight episodes very often when it comes to me explaining it in detail. But know that I am reading it. And I am tripped out. Uh, Ice Cream Man on its 23rd issue. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, maybe Image's hottest title right now. Not gonna lie. Uh, it's, uh, fuck. Fucking good stuff. Two covers on that one. Uh, Monstrous on its 32nd issue. So if you're reading Monstrous, there you go. Nailbiter Returns wrapping up with its 10th issue. So that mini or maxi series coming to a close. Oh, yeah. Eventually, I'll get around to reading Nailbiter, but mm, not. it won't be anytime soon, unfortunately. Uh, Nomen Omen, number 12. 12? I, well, I can't say words good. <laughs> 12? Number 12 of a 15-part maxi-series. Two covers on that one. Uh, Oblivion Song, issue number 30. If you're still reading Oblivion Song, congratulations. Uh, Post Americana number three of a little six part mini series. Ah, what else? Rain Like Hammers number two, five part mini series. Oh, the Scumbag number five's coming out. That number four was a nuts. I just, uh, it's still fresh in my brain. Uh, we've got Spawn number three fifteen. Um, I, yeah, no, this is this is a spec book for sure. Especially with the announcements of McFarlane doing uh, three new Spawn ongoing series. Mm hmm. Yep. Between She Spawn and. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, the Medieval Spawn and then Gunslinger Spawn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think we're getting a new She Spawn or something like this. And I don't know. I remember there's, there being something to this this book that is uh inclining people to order multiple covers of multiple or yeah multiple copies of all the covers we've got stray dogs number one um i do see some people specking on this book uh i what it amounts to i really don't know i, I don't think i added it to the pull list i am kind of regretting that now Pretty sure I'm gonna have to go to Hooked On Comics to get it, but that that movie homage variant, I'm feeling is gonna sell very very well, like the whole Silence of the Lambs thing. And then uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. 
what's this acetate PI variant? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. Something incentive. Uh, P in usually it's retailer incentive. I don't know what P incentive would be. I don't know. Whatever. We got two moons coming out. Number one. One, two, three covers on that one. And that's going to do it with the indies, y'all. That's going to do it. Uh, Image is coming out heavy this week, I'd say. Between Spawn and Scumbag and Ice Cream Man and Crossover and Department of Truth. Image is keeping me busy. Mm-hmm. Now let's, uh, let's, let's wrap this baby up. Let's talk Marvel. Hopefully it's not a big Marvel week. Uh, it's looking like it's going to be a pretty normal Mar- Marvel week. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Spider-Man, number 60. Yep, if you're still reading that, there you go. That's coming out. Black Cat, number 3, tying into King and in Black. Uh, is this a... Yeah, no, this would be Black Cat ongoing, tying into King and Black. Everything's fucking tying into King and in Black. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, Black Panther, number 23, coming out. One, two, three covers... Captain Marvel number 26. Uh, three covers on that one. Um, wow. I don't know. I'm not super impressed this week, guys. King and Black Namor number four. Uh, it's just fucking all King and Black. If it wasn't for King and Black, there'd be nothing this week. Return of the Valkyries. Uh, there's something that's not King and Black. Maestro Warren Pax number two. Still not re- really reading it. Uh, Magnificent Miss Marvel's wrapping up with its 18th issue, though. This is the final issue. Some say it's concluding. I say canceling. Because mm. I really don't think anybody's actually reading it. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel Voices Legacy, number one. I know there's some people talking about this. A lot of people excited. One, two, three, four, five, six covers on it. Mm-hmm. Got New Mutants, number 16. Yep, yep, New Mutants. Wow, there's really nothing exciting. Um, fuck. Symbiote Spider-Man, King in Black, number 4. Union, number 3. Yikes. U.S. Agent, number 3. There we go. Here's something that I'm going to read for sure. Uh, Wolverine, number 10. Definitely going to read that. X-Men number 18, 100% going to read that. It's a light week reading-wise for me, y'all. I know, I just kind of like sped through fucking Marvel, but nothing super exciting, nothing that I say, you know, you need to go out and buy a bunch of. Um, Yeah, I don't know, there's that Daredevil 25 third printing variant. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. Overall, yeesh. Um, I'm just burnt out with King and Black already with the tie-ins. You know, I, I, I really don't fucking care at this point. Just give me the ongoing. And th- that's it. That's that's it. Just give me the fucking ongoing. Too many tie-ins. Um, the ones I've read, I mean, they haven't been bad. It's just, I, I don't want to say unnecessary either. It's just goddamn, it's time-consuming. That's all it is. Time-consuming. So there you go. It's been pull list priorities. These are the books coming out um, in the near future and the, the the more distant future. So pre-order your books, start a pull list. Uh, I hope you've been informed. I've talked speculation. So you fucking... Um, you, you, 
I'm going to assume you probably heard it here first. You know, with these uh, FOCs, I'm not often getting my information from secondhand sources. Um, sometimes I am. But I will say one thing, you're probably not hearing it from Comic Tom. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not before me. Just saying. Or, let's put it this way, I'll put it out before Tom, Comic Tom. I'm not talking shit on the guy. I'm just saying... You know, it's by the time you get there, it's too fucking late. You know, congratulations to this guy that no, you know, has created a, a wrench on the market. Good for you. You know, you know how to make value on books, but me, I'm telling you where to get it ahead of time. You know, I guess I'm more for the uh, the not so rookie collectors and speculators. Maybe I don't know. I don't mean to throw shade. You know, if you're going to Comic Tom, you're probably a Rookie, though, and I'm here to tell you there's there's better places to go. Uh, so, yeah, no, I've speculated. I've done my thing. I've told you what's hot. I've told you what I'm probably going to be reading in future highlight episodes. So, uh, yeah, I hope uh, I, I hope you got something out of this. Uh, um, once again, start a fucking pull list. Pre-order your goddamn books. Uh, leave reviews on iTunes. Join Patreon, follow the Apocalypse. Ah, do all the stuff I always tell you to do. I'm losing my breath here. <laughs> it has been fun. I do enjoy this every single time. So as always, the most important thing out there is to stay safe. Uh, read responsibly. Still haven't figured out what it meant, but it sure does sound good. Cheers, fuckers. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.